0: Welcome to A Creative Life with Castella and Samantha Lawrence. I'm Cass. And I'm Sam. And we like to think of ourselves
1: as your creative business besties.
0: This podcast is all about living your best creative life. We're here to guide you through the ups and downs of life as a creative entrepreneur. All whilst following your intuition and listening to your soul whispers. Let's dive in. Hey Cass. Hey Sam,
1: how are you going? Really, really well. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you. We're in the last week of school holidays, and it is
0: really good. I'm taking
1: heaps of time off work, so it feels amazing, like a holiday as well.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I'm glad, like it feels like a holiday to you too, and not like do it doesn't stress you out that you have the kids so much.
1: No, I have. It's taken me a while to get into this space mentally because when I was first, like when Edward first had school holidays last year, 2021, I was like, oh, my God, like what am I actually going to do because I was only used (laughs) to having daycare and daycare runs like pretty much all year (laughs) and daycare and kindy. And then when school hit, I was like, oh, my God, like literally what am I going to do? And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, my kids are very much like, like they want me all the time. And so Eddie doesn't like going to vacation care or doing things like that. So, um, in the beginning, I was just like, uh, yeah, like, how do I navigate this? And I was a bit stressed, like, you know, or go to this grandparent one day, another grandparent, like, and then friends and blah. And I was like, no, I can't live like this. I yeah. can't work like this. And I like, I enjoy my time with them so much that I'm just like, no. I'm going to decide that in each school holidays, uh, I'm going to take more time off because yeah. my kids really need that, and and yeah. my son's a really good communicator, so he tells me like he wants more time with me and stuff too. So I, yeah, yeah. I'm really like conscious of that, and then I'm like, no, do you know what? I can earn more in my business and work less, and mm-hmm. I, because I'm going to decide that, and so mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm like, nope, I'm having school holidays. Like I only work you know, one and a half days, two days a week during school holidays and we just make it work. And so it feels so good because, yeah, because when I switch off, I a thousand percent switch off. Like I'm in the studio right now, but I haven't even looked at my emails in two days. I wouldn't even know what's there. So yeah, yeah and and without that, if I don't do that, then um, I get stressed and overwhelmed and anxious. But, um yeah, so I have to really just switch off. But anyway, that was a long way to answer your
0: question, but <laughs> I think that's so good. Like I'm sure you've probably inspired heaps of people hearing that, like the way that you face it and deal with it. It's so nice. Like I, I feel like I always hear about people being like, oh, I'm so glad school's back because I don't want to deal mm-hmm. with my kids anymore. Like you seems like you actually like spending time with your kids. It's quite <laughs> yes, nice. Yes, I do.
1: I do. And as I get older, I even want to spend more time with them. Like it's, yeah, it's just, it's so good. I love it. Um, yeah, and I just want to figure out a way of spending even more time with them. Um, And working at the same time, but stay tuned. Or still figuring
0: it out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we'll uh, we'll be on the ride with you. I'm sure you'll share as this evolves. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes. So good, so good. Well, today we are chatting about something just the two of us about branding and how branding that feels good to you how important that is for you and your business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And the reason it's sort of come about too is because of our our new branding um, that's coming out for A Creative Life, even though we yes. haven't actually had this branding for a very long time. But, um, but we've evolved. We, we have evolved. And we've got to know <laughs> ourselves and this brand, <laughs> yes. you know, really um intimately and we want to give it a new yeah like a new life or a new facade so yeah Mm. like it's um and obviously my brand has gone through many 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 iterations um all hand lettered every single one hand lettered every logo except so different all of them and that is really just has just really been an evolution but um yeah and and obviously yours as well, like your different brands, Samantha Lawrence, Revelast.
0: Um, So yeah,
1: like we've, we've both had a quite a bit of experience in this and I mean, good branding, um, you know, it really does make a really big difference, but, um, I know you pulled a card, Sam, so I'll let you dive into that first before we go any deeper.
0: Yeah. So this Dreamy Moon's card is use your power to bring this world love and peace and it's this um woman sitting on a lion with a beautiful moon on top pick? of her super powerful mm. card this one and yeah. so it says dear human you are more powerful than you think you are stars exploded for you to exist don't you dare ever undervalue yourself you can make anything you want to happen on a local and global scale. So what matters to you? What do you want to leave behind? So I really love this in terms of branding and how mm-hmm. like in a way it's our legacy, like our business and what we what we do in, in on this world, at, you know, in this lifetime is our legacy and what we're leaving behind. And this is, you know, so what what matters to you? What do you value so much that you want to do in this lifetime and leave behind? And how does your branding reflect that and evolve with you as that changes, as, as exactly. what you want to do in the world changes as well? Yeah, exactly. And,
1: you know, not being afraid of your brand representing you. And, yes. you know, I guess we are talking to a lot of you who are creative entrepreneurs who are branding yourself whether it is your name or whether it is a brand name you are still the essence behind the brand to begin with even if that goal is different um, or looks different you want to expand and have you know grow an empire and all that sort of thing that can be different but in the essence it still starts with you whether it's your Mm -hmm. brand um, whether it's a brand name or your personal name and yeah not not being afraid to put your your own pure essence into that brand I think is the first you know first and foremost because like especially when we're starting and we're really green and we're like doubting ourselves and you know a little bit scared to put ourselves out there we can sort of not see our own worth and so you know we then i guess look to other brands or look to and that's fine for inspiration for branding and things like that but you know looking to other brands for their, your brand personality, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like really about looking back at you and be like, how can I brand myself or this business in a way that does truly look and feel like me?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I love how that can change and does change over the mm, years. Yeah, I feel like that's a really empowering part of it if anything like if I I'd love to know your experience Cass like if I if I share mine back in the day like I started freelancing like I don't know 12 years ago as Samantha Merkel my maiden name oh yeah and I had like a very um oh now I think about it Samantha Lawrence now that my new branding is sort of similar but my (laughs) my first Samantha Merkel was kind of I wanted to be, I think because I was quite young, I wanted to be seen really professional and so it was this really like bold, my name in capital letters, it was a sans-serif font, um, really like just a very almost corporate look and then as I kept working in freelance and I guess finding my style as a designer as well, I discovered hand lettering and I fell in love with it and then everything turned to, to lettering, everything that I did, all my branding. <laughs> um, so my name was lettered and then I started Revelust and that was lettered. Um, and then, and even that's evolved, like that was always painting to begin with. And then it was markers and now it's on the iPad. Yeah. And then this year I totally switched again to, to launch Samantha Lawrence and um it was kind of like a new a new look completely but i steered away from the lettering but didn't want to be super corporate so yeah it's it's a bit of a a blend with a serif font but capital letters with the name so it's really changed over the years and i saw recently Samantha Wills posted every business card of her, ah. her, her jewellery business for like mm. 10 years mm-hmm. and it changed dramatically over mm-hmm. that time mm-hmm. and it was really cool like she was saying how she was like she was saying keep your business cards this is like I don't this. your souvenirs I don't know who has them anymore right but like <laughs> keep your branding somewhere as, like, a souvenir of who you were then and who your business yeah. was then, and yeah. like, sentimentally actually valuing that, how that's changed yeah. over these two.
1: Yeah. And I think we underestimate, like, how much we do change and grow. And I think, I think you know, though, like, the second that you look at your logo and you're like, that doesn't feel like me anymore. Yeah. Like, that is that indication to be like, okay, maybe you should look at some new branding. If, yeah. if I guess you're unsure of like, oh, should I change mine or, you know, um, it, it doesn't really matter the time period. Like it doesn't really matter if it's been six months, 12 months, five years. Yeah. If it still feels like you and represent you, great. But, yeah, if you feel like you're changing and evolving, it really needs to change and evolve with you because that, that branding, that's going to hold its own energy and that's mm-hmm. going to attract the right client to you. Um, If I look back at my own branding, I can tell in every iteration um, where I was definitely and what I was into. Um, When I started my brand, the very first logo I had was out of graphic design, um, my graphic design course, and I was very much into lettering, very heavily into hand lettering, and I used to hand letter in a way where like you know where you like you hand letter something in pen and then you go back with the pen and you create the thick area you know like yes. you create it and then you color it in yes like yes. that was my style back then and yes. so and it was very connecty and swirly you know connect certain letters and you know really just like play with it but it was v- like the thins were very thin the thicks were very thick so it was a lot of contrast there so and I, fun fact, um, named my brand Castella Design before I got married. So, um,
0: really? yeah,
1: so my maiden name is Allen, A-L-L-E-N. And I was still, yeah, I was still Cass Allen before I created ah. my Castella logo. That's
0: so cool. <laughs> I know.
1: I think we had, like, um, we just got engaged and so I, like, you know, knew what was happening or hopefully it was <laughs> and so I just was like well I know I'm going to be this so I may as well create a logo you know in that name yeah, cool. um, and then a few years later I felt like I really grew out of that and I felt like my work was becoming more sophisticated and so and I was doing like a lot more like just pen hand lettering with pen and so then my logo became super thin, like just a really thin line work, Castella, like um, beautifully handwritten. I would still say that there was like that ele- like um, elegance and sophistication in it, but like just a little bit more um, like natural, I suppose, like a, mm-hmm. more my hand lettering. But I felt like, you know, it was like a really neat version of my hand lettering, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. I was like trying to be neat, but then, you know, when I look back at that, a I, I was having issues with how thin it was. So when it was overlaid over images and things like that, it was looking a little bit thin. Yeah. And so I was having issues with that, but not only that, like I felt like there was a part of me in my work over many years that I was trying to be too perfect and even though like you know my watercolor is quite loose and things like in the beginning especially when i was doing a lot of watercolor wedding stationery like i just felt like I was really trying to prove myself and I was really trying to work on my technique and I was really trying to be a proper quote unquote artist. And I was like really trying. And I felt like that logo represented that time in my life where I was Mm -hmm. very much like, you know, again, like you were saying, like trying to come across professional and trying to like be super neat with things. And then last year No, 2020 might have been. I was getting more comfortable with who I was and my style and I was leaning more and more into my my loose style, like a style that just came like really intuitively and naturally to me. And so I wanted to have a logo that represented that. And so I actually wrote my – I know what it was actually because I was – Doing my watercolor um, artwork that, like my beach people, um, yes. beach black collection,
0: and I Love was signing approach.
1: them off in a charcoal yes. pencil. Okay. And I really liked how it looked at when I signed them off, like the yes. charcoal onto the watercolor paper.
0: Yeah. It gave it
1: this really beautiful texture, and so I just kept writing my name out, like Castella Castella. I kept writing it out, and I just chose one that I really loved, and then I vectorized it and then that's my logo now. God. And it was this, yeah, like I just feel like it really represents like how it's funny, it's like such a looser style than where I started, but it's such a better representation of me and my true style now Mm. and yeah and I love it I love my logo now and I can't see myself changing it anytime in the near future but I may who knows as I grow and evolve as well um, because I want to get so much more into painting and experimenting more with different mediums next year so that may change again who knows so yeah that's that's been my journey and then and I've really felt like as I've changed in my business and as I've changed like personally in my connection to my work I've felt like I've always needed to have a logo that represents that, and then that then I feel attracts the right um,
0: clients as well. So exactly, yeah, that's that's actually what I wanted to talk about next. How it just it what even though you feel so good and you feel like you're proud of this this brand and this business that you have, and it feels like you. The other side of it too is that you then attract the right people for where you're at, like the colours, the fonts, the tone of voice, like in copywriting, that's going to attract those clients that you want. So, I mean, even if you're at a point where things just feel stale, like maybe it's time for a rebrand to attract some new people because it will be a part of it. It's a part of your style.
1: Yeah, and it's really, really important to get professional branding done. Like a lot of us are graphic designers, so I get that and that's fine. But if you're not a graphic designer, it's so important to get professional branding done because this is the thing, right, and we're talking about attracting clients. Like if you've got like just some DIY branding that you've done and, and, you know, you really have just slapped something together, like, you know, people are going to notice that and mm-hmm. then and this is this is how i look at it too is that you know if you think about the you know the potential clients that you could be working with you know a if you're not putting the time and energy and effort into beautiful branding then the client just assumes that you're not going to put that level of energy into whatever you're working on for them. Like it's a reflection of your offering and your services. And if you are presenting yourself with stunning branding, it doesn't have to be elaborate. Look at my, I have like one logo. I don't have different versions of my logo. I have one logo and yeah. And I have a really, really simple color palette as well, but you know, and I, I really sort of pair that back to allow my work to do the talking as well, but then that's Also part of your brand. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. that's also part of the branding as well. Photography, copywriting, like you said, like it all forms part of that brand essence and how you portray yourself to the world. And if you are wanting to attract clients who, you know, there could be dream clients, they could be clients that have, you know, a bigger budget to what you're normally working with. If you want to attract those higher paying clients, then you have to have branding that, you know, meets their expectations as well and, and you know, and so that you come across as professional and, exactly. you know, and that you're going to put that level of professionalism into, yeah, whatever it is that you're offering as well. So it's just a reflection of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, of, of what you're providing to the world. Like, yeah, but that legacy, like it's, it's yeah. a, just a – direct reflection of that I think.
0: It really is and even though if you're not a graphic designer that is an investment for you it really I just feel like in the grand scheme of it it's quite a small investment if you think about just one client that you're going to get that is a higher level higher quality client higher paying client it's going to pay off in your business so quickly and easily that it's really like a (laughs) no-brainer. You know, you feel good, pays off. It's it's great.
1: Yeah. And good branding, yeah, it can last, like depending on, you know, your business, it can last five plus years. Like if you, if it still reflects you. So yeah, making that investment is, is, I mean, good branding stands out, right? Like it, does. it, it just does. <laughs> it just does. It yeah. just does. But yeah. coming back to making sure it feels like you, like working with yes. someone who can, Bring you to that brand is so totally. important because then you won't get sick of it and it won't be just a trend that is happening mm. at the moment. You know, and and you won't look like everyone else. That's what I get annoyed with <gasps> oh. with branding.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like Peace. literally friendship is just fine. It's like <laughs>
1: yeah. oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I just saw that on Pinterest. Yeah. And uh-huh. you just like took that straight away. And yeah. you know, I don't oh, Canva. Oh, don't
0: Canva. I'm never, I'm on never Canva. Canva.
1: Canva. I wouldn't even know what Canva's all about. No. But, yeah <laughs> so obviously in Canberra you, there's pre-determined logos and yes
0: and people you yeah. it's just it's painful it's very painful yeah yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah and so yeah you don't want to do that either because it no. is super duper obvious as much as you might mm-hmm. love it you know it's it's not going to make you stand out against the other person because it'll just like look exactly like that so having custom branding is yeah is really key and yeah, you guys know that making it look super professional. Um, but yeah, just making sure it, it feels like you, yeah. From, from the logo to the colors to, you know, the, um, the photography, the copywriting, um, all that, all that sort of stuff. And, and I guess on our branding, like we, you know, this podcast, this podcast like came together like really quickly and we, Yes, it's my hand lettering, but you know, we pulled the colours together that we liked at the time. And but then as we've gone with this journey, like we've gone, hang on a second, like yeah, what really does feel like us now and feels mm-hmm. like um, a bit of Sam, a bit of me, um, and the the essence and the like the essence. the, the yes. feeling of this yes. podcast. Um so that's yeah.
0: yes. Yeah. It gets me very, then, very excited thinking about it.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: what what um there was nothing wrong with our branding and we only did it at the start of this year, but it, it it doesn't reflect who we are and where we're at and what this podcast is. And, and where we're you, going. Like, and where we're going yeah. exactly. So when you see this, we'll do a sneak peek this week, I think. It'll be dropping soon with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have a look on our Instagram this week. And you'll see there are bits of Cass's personality, of my personality. Of the essence of the podcast, like hopefully you'll be actually able to see our energy so clearly in it.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. It's very exciting. So, yeah, and
1: obviously with our exciting um, membership coming yes. soon, which you guys know about now, um, that's obviously yeah propelled us into um, yeah new branding as well, so that we can start all that fresh. So that's
0: yeah. So super exciting super for exciting. us. Yeah. And so like for us that was a uh that kind of was a compass to, to direct us that it was the right time. So mm. like sometimes these are things that happen. So in your business, you know, okay, now is the right time because I'm launching this or I'm changing my business. So like that's what it was for us. Like we're evolving. This is the next chapter. This is our new offering for the community. And this is the time to launch this rebrand that reflects who we are and what this collective will be.
1: Yeah, And I think new offerings is usually the time when you really are forced to think hard about it. Because if you think about, you know, if you're about to release a new product into the world, or, you know, if you are release, or if you are, imagine like you're collaborating with someone huge. This is what I did, right? I was like, imagine I'm collaborating with someone massive, like a massive, massive brand. And you had your current logo against their brand. Would you be happy with your logo? I love that. That's great. (laughs) And that was my thing. And I was like, I'm not happy with it. Like I'm just not, I'm like, I'm done with it. I just want something fresh. I want something that feels like more like me. And that was my catalyst to be like, no, I'm ready for a change. Like I'm ready for something. Cause I'm ready to, I'm ready to see my name with some really big brands and, um, you know, that's how I want to see it. And then, so then that gives me like, you know, more positive energy behind that brand, because then I'm like, I'm so excited to shout that brand from the rooftops. Like there's nothing worse than like having branding. And then you're like, oh, but I don't want to share it. You know, oh, you, exactly. you, you know, that you've got beautiful branding when you are like, want to put it everywhere.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is exactly how I feel about our brand yeah. coming out now. I just want to show the world. So that's yep. how you know that lowly it's right. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. So let, so let us know what you think. Um, yeah. can't wait for you to see it
0: yes, can't wait to hear your feedback and maybe this was something you needed to hear at this time to just reassess yours or maybe you'd been thinking about it and you weren't sure and this is your sign to to go for it, Um, definitely don't take this as a, oh, I have to go change Mm -hmm. my brand. Like if you Mm -hmm. look at your branding and it feels like you and you know it's attracting the right clients and it's you, then power to you. Stay with it. Um, But otherwise yeah, maybe this is your, your sign to give it a try.
1: Yeah. And if you're like, oh, I'm still not sure about how to, even if you are a graphic designer and you're not sure how to create branding that really feels like you, because at the end of the day, I feel like graphic designers, I mean, we're our harshest critic when it comes to designing our own branding. It's like Mm -hmm. the hardest thing you can do, right? If you know, if you always, is that what I do? I always look at things like nothing is ever forever. So if you just go into it, like nothing is forever, then, you know, you just go for it. But what I would start to do is like you do for clients, or even if you're not a graphic designer, start creating a mood board and just create a mood board, whether it's on Pinterest or whether you're just saving images away, create that mood board like over a few weeks or a month. And then at the end of that time, or even like leave it a couple of weeks and go back and then be like, Is this, does this feel like me? Because if it's a trend and if it's a fad, you could come back later and be like, oh, no, that was clearly looked good on the day, you know. Um, But but creating a mood board and whether you like print it out and put it up in your studio and just keep looking at it or something, make sure you like go back to it and be like, does this feel like me? And that's really, really like important and a good sort of like sign to be like, Or you could be like, is there a common theme here or if I've just like selected like totally random things? Um, But like just notice what those common themes are to really tap into you and your own style. Um, Yeah, are my sort of like tips for, you know, feeling into what it is that is truly you.
0: Yes, absolutely. Love it, love it, love it. I uh, hope you listening, enjoyed this episode. I think we're going to say goodbye. Yeah, awesome. All right, guys. We'll chat to you soon. See ya. Bye. Thank you for joining us on A Creative Life. You can follow our creative lives
1: on Instagram at Castella Design, at Revelos Design, and, of course, the podcast Instagram at the Creative Life Podcast.
0: If you liked today's episode and want to hear more, we would love it if you subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to be featured on The
1: Potty with your own question, shoot us an email to hello at acreativelifepodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time. Big love.